Yo. What's good, y'all? Welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Y'all ready? Let's go. We on the airwaves, y'all. We talking pig and topic. Saying what we want, ain't no gatekeepers gonna stop us. Real witches, real talk, authentic. Talk about pagan life and not just the aesthetic. Yo, we're coming out the shadows every other Tuesday. It's the hottest pagan podcast, Witchcraft Grenade. So grab yourself a drink, yo, and get your mind right. Yo, and twist one up if you're about that life. Yo, turn it up for everybody in the room. This lady book dragging the cloud and dropping knowledge like boom. Hail and welcome, witches. This is Lady Book Dragon. This episode, we're talking to Megan Black of Brown's Cauldron. She's got a podcast going, she does YouTube, she's writing a book, and all sorts of awesome stuff that we want to hear all about. We're also going to touch on the dreaded upcoming Mercury Retrograde. So let's get into it. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Witchcraft Grenade. I am your host, Cloud the Pagan Rapper, and I just ate an edible about an hour and a half ago. So we're going to see how this <laughs> show goes. <laughs> I'm not really sure. The jury's out on that. I'm kind of a rookie in the uh, world of edibles, so mm. we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to get interesting. Yes, it is. Welcome, everyone. I am Lady Book Dragon, and I accidentally dispensed some karmatic justice last, week- last weekend, and it was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So I, I got to say, I love the quips. I don't know how folks at home feel about the quips, but I love the quips. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. So last week, last week on Witchcraft Grenade, we had Ed Hubbard on, and we talked all about technomancy and where the path is going. And I think it's excellent for this week now, because this week we have a guest coming on who is literally doing that work on the internet and social media, YouTube, podcasting, everything. So without any further ado, guys, Megan Black, welcome to Witchcraft Grenade. Welcome. Megan Black from Round the Cauldron. Thank you. Glad to be here. I this is my thing. I love doing this. Yes. <laughs> and I don't have a I don't have a quip. I'm just sitting here drinking a cherry coke. <laughs> nice. Well there's nothing wrong with that. And so Basically, what we like to do here on Witchcraft Green is we like to talk about real life paganism, what it's like in the real life, right? And we mm-hmm. have ideas that we do where we try to tell our guests to set goals for themselves and make sure that they go out there and do the thing. And all of these little things that we could do to better ourselves and get ourselves moving towards what we want, right? Now, it takes a lot of work to... <laughs> do all of the work that is required for someone who has a YouTube and a podcast such as yourself. So why don't you run us down a little bit of what that's like? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, a lot of it is a lot of it is behind the scenes because I do all of the research and then the writing of the show notes and coming up with topic ideas and the the thing that you see or that you hear depending on if you're watching on youtube or listening to a podcast is maybe like three percent of the work and so i mean i also have my hand in a bunch of other 
pots or cookie jars or whatever you want to call it. I homeschool my daughter. I freelance to make money on, you know, just as a job. Um, and then I do all of the stuff around the cauldron on the side. I write, I have a YouTube, I do the podcast and the, I, I make stuff, I crochet. There's, there's so much behind it that a lot of people don't see. Yes. And so I love coming on and talking about things like that too, because some people are just like, well, why don't you talk about this? Or why don't, why don't you talk about this? I'm like, well, for one, I don't know what that is that you're saying. So yeah, that right. was required <laughs> for me to go out and research and, and get good information before I talk about it. Yes. That's good. And you just said it. You just said it. And it's the reason why I'm a fan of your YouTube channel and the reason why I was so glad to have you come over here. Good information. Yeah. That is the main thing. And it's one of the things that I definitely want to make sure that we talk about more throughout the course of this conversation, because, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I do YouTube myself and everything that I post up, I try to make sure is good information. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a lot of YouTubers out there that aren't really putting out the best information Mm -mm. and yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I I like what you said. It's just like when someone suggests something, you don't say, well, I don't know, I don't really know anything about that. So you have to research it. It's a lot like um, a few weeks ago, cloud said, Hey guys, do you have anything, any ideas for what I should do for a video? And one of our coveners said bone reading and he's just like bone reading. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Yeah. 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 So I'm that, like, that I don't know anything about that. I would have to research it. And plus, you know, there's also that, that like cultural appropriation that goes along with bone reading. And all also, that. where are we going to get the bones? That. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it's just, Megan, you, you talk about everywhere your fingers are dipped into. And I have to say, I was exhausted just listening to you. I don't know how you managed to homeschool for one thing, because a lot of us are, I mean, I don't have children yet, but a lot of us are finding out schooling children is not as easy as teachers make it look. Yes. Right. And it's, so you are phenomenal for doing all that. Well, the homeschooling thing is, is new. It's new territory. Uh. Never done it before. So it's, (laughs) We're, we're navigating it slowly. Yeah. Um, before she was in general public school and then the thing happened. The thing. The thing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we all I have my own children, as you can hear. Hey. <laughs> so yeah. they don't need homeschooling. They just need a good swift kick in the furry butts. So. On your YouTube, like, like how, how have your numbers been recently on your channel? Like, where, where are you at with your subscriber count on, with, and listener count with your podcast and stuff? Um, so it's slowly growing. I'm finding that my – so with the, the other content creators, it's hard to not necessarily compete because I don't like to look at it as a competition. Oh, goodness. Whoa, my bad. I don't like to look at it as a competition because we are a whole community. You know, we all have something to contribute. And it's hard as someone that is a smaller channel to get seen because my videos aren't always aesthetically pleasing or they don't have that fluffy, uh, you know, 
pastel looking or sounding information. Right. Yeah. Because that's just not my thing. It's just not what I do. I don't like to sugarcoat the information and I don't like to present it in a way that makes it sound soft and fluffy like a bunny. Yeah, you're more focused on being accurate than being entertaining. Right. Yes, yes more on, from the educational side of things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I don't consider myself an entertainer at all. Um, I am definitely more concerned with how accurate the information is that I present and not necessarily that it sounds super nice or super friendly or super approachable because some of it's not some of it like you like for the fae the fae for example people will ask me oh can I work with the fae can I work with the other crowd you can but I'm gonna strongly caution you against it for (laughs) xyz reasons you know right so it's 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 not saying yes, I want to say yes, just because I'll make you happy. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it can be difficult, but my numbers are growing. I'm almost to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Um, nice. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, the podcast analytics are a little harder to track. Um, but I think the last time I looked at my anchor statistics, which is the platform that I post my podcast through is yeah. like, roughly an average of 700 listeners nice i mean it's it's not you know it's not massive like all these other super popular content creators are but that's not what that's not why i do it you know i don't do it for the popularity i don't do it to be the best or the most well-known i do it because it's important to me and i am passionate about accurate good information that's just not gonna work <laughs> accurate and good quality information yeah and i think a lot of people need to be more like that yeah i i feel i feel you where you're going on that because a lot of the things like especially on like let, let's say tiktok for example right oh, tiktok everything's all flashy and you know they're trying to yeah. put out a ton of information in 15 seconds and yes. it's I find it hard to actually learn anything in 15 seconds, you know? And, yeah. And, and it's like, you read something, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then next thing you know, it's like throwing you another video already. Yes. It's like. like I mean, I, I have my own personal issues with TikTok in general, but it's the same as basically every other social media platform is yeah. that it gets loaded up with people who are looking for the flash and to gain all of the followers and just become really popular, not necessarily worried about what it is that they're saying. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend of mine, right? He has a YouTube channel, not a witchy channel or anything like that, right? And he's got like 7,000 subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. And he's always trying to give me tips and all that stuff. And here's me, Willow Magic, you know, we're, cre- we're creeping up on four right now, yeah. you know, <laughs> 400, you know. Uh, and, you know, the subscriber count was never really a big thing with me. It wasn't first, and then I realized that I'm going to drive myself nuts thinking about that. Right. So I just relaxed and said, eh, I'm just going to make videos when I want to. And yeah. it's not really something that I'm doing to try and be famous or anything like that. I'm mm-hmm. writing music to try and do that. 
So. <laughs> but, no, I'm just kidding. And you're doing a good job. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, seriously though, it, it's there's so it's so convoluted right now. Yes, you there know? there's and, so much stuff thrown in there. Yeah, and, and it's like whatever path it is that you walk is yours, and that is perfectly okay for you to walk your own path. You know, I. I I'm with that, but when people's own paths don't line up with other people's own paths, and then people start going at each other on social media, you know, and all these little witch wars and all that, Mm -hmm. I think that while it's easier to get your hands on information now through the internet, it's also very easy to get thrown into some scuffle or be given a bunch of bad information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. social media like comments you can make one comment and all of a sudden you come back and there's like 50 notifications of people who are going to tell you how you're wrong because i see that all the time on facebook groups and everything it's just like oh hey here's this one comment oh there's 48 responses i think they're having a good conversation it's just like ooh, ooh, i'm gonna close my laptop and go walk away from this conversation it's just like everyone's like tearing into each other it's like yeah down yeah so so do you find yourself in a lot of that with you know like commenters or anything like that um your stuff or so not often it's happened before um there was a video that i did on youtube i don't i think i called it like bullying cancel culture and conversations and it was addressing an issue with a tarot deck and the community's response to the issues that happened. Right. And someone came at me in the comments and told me I was completely wrong and there was no need to be upset. And basically saying that this marginalized group of people had no right to be upset because the artist can do whatever they want. And <laughs> I mean, while I understand the artist can do whatever they want, that doesn't mean that they are free from criticism, from, especially from a marginalized group of people. Right. So it's, it's normally situations like that and nothing too like nitpicky, I guess. Like people don't always come at me and tell me that I'm wrong. Right. Or, and I try not to get involved in those conversations because like you said a little bit, of, a little bit ago, that person's path is not my path. I have no business judging them or telling them what they're doing is wrong unless they're trying to put cinnamon essential oil on their skin then i'm going to tell you no don't do that you're going to get a burn right but <laughs> that's different uh, i mean they'll, they'll oh, learn the hard way though <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little uh, different that is objective information yeah it's not right? subjective yeah and, it's and like if um cloud and i started arguing over if tomato was a vegetable or a fruit science says it's a fruit so it's really not a debate <laughs> right exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> or pizza now but if we just start start arguing over pizza d- belongs on pineapple or pineapple belongs on pizza or not then yeah we're actually like having an argument sorry i will die on that hill all right <laughs> but fruit's well, already a fruit is already <laughs> tomato's already a fruit and it's already on the pizza so if fruit doesn't belong on pizza then why do we have the tomato right, fine pineapple <laughs> doesn't belong on pizza if it needs something else as a topping it shouldn't be a topic on its own. 
Oh, goodness. See, this is your personal taste path, and yes, I have mine. Yeah, okay, I see. <laughs> that, is, that, yes. that is a really and great, shall, like, what is that, a metaphor? Yes, or we shall come to this agreement. We shall definitely come to this agreement. <laughs> I, I don't like how, how you police pizza, but I will respect it, I suppose. <laughs> I, don't, I don't police pizza. I police You're a saying pineapple. something can't be a <laughs> I'm doing it for the pineapple. <laughs> Anyways, like I was just yeah. like trying to make an example, and it's like, oh wait, we might actually get into this. Back to witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, I try to stay out of those those debates where people are just going at each other because it's really it's not good for my mental health for one, and for two, it's just not necessary, and I don't want to be contributing to any divisiveness amongst people unless I can contribute something of quality that right. is backed up by facts and have a conversation, then there's really no point in me just commenting just to comment. Nice. Mm -hmm. So kind of like being a part of the YouTube witch community and the podcasting community and everything, like I, I gotta say over the last like five to 10 years or so, it's really grown like exponentially. Mm -hmm. Now, how long have you been like doing the podcast and doing all of the work that you're putting into the community right now? So I start, I actually started with YouTube um, probably about three years ago. And then I was still working in the corporate world, I guess. I still had a day job. Um, so I quit doing YouTube because it just wasn't efficient for me to work all day long and then do YouTube. So I moved from YouTube to the podcast and then now I'm doing both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do eventually get faster at all of the editing and all of the process of uploading and all of that. Like it's definitely oh, yeah, a grind sure. when you're first learning how to do it. It's an absolute grind. But yeah. Well, when that's you get it down, almost anything though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what helped too, to give me more time is I actually, quit my job last July. So July of 2019. Um, there was a whole thing about why um, my mom was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition and I, we figured everything out and I was able to stay home and take care of the house and do all of the housework and all of the cooking and do freelancing stuff on the side, which gave me more time to work on my own stuff. Yes. <laughs> so it was sort of like a... It had its its good and its bad. Right. Yeah, um, it, but it, I've gotten a lot faster. Yeah. It, well, it sucks as to why you had to like quit your job and everything, but it's great that you're able to kind of adapt and overcome. Yeah, because that's yeah, for sure. that's really what I want to end up doing in the next year or two is to doing creative freelance and working from home. Yes, yes, it's hard. <laughs> uh, if it was easy everyone would be doing it if it was right. easy to write a book everyone would be doing it it's just like you have to think oh, of it that I'm way really if it's <laughs> if it's easy to do everyone would be doing it if it's easy to lose weight no one would have weight problems yes the yeah, fact that exactly. it's hard and you're doing it proves the essence of who you are as a person well it's just like Aww. with magic the more that you put in the more you're going to get out of it, you know, it's just right. like, you know, incorporating that idea into your life as you're moving, you know? Yeah. So it's not really so much like 
ritualistic, it's more actively using your energy. You yeah, know? it's it's in, incorporated into every single thing, basically, every day. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's not just doing the fun stuff like, oh, hey, spells. It's the hard stuff of, oh, shadow work. Oh, shadow work. <laughs> oh, shadow work. <laughs> yeah, so I want to say about a month and a half ago, um, I, I took a week off from everything, from the coven and, you know, not work. So I still went to work, but I was like, took it off from the coven, YouTube, everything that we're doing. I said, I'm not doing anything for a week. I'm going to do shadow work for one week. Right. And Holy I did cow. so. I did so. And <laughs> well, a couple times. I remember you Lady Book Dragon had to Lady Book Dragon had to uh give me a uh give me the business over <laughs> I enjoy being obnoxious to Cloud. I will admit it. I enjoy being obnoxious to him. He's like my bro he's like my big brother. It's just like yep. <gasps> I'm gonna go be annoying today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but <laughs> that's hilarious as as an older sibling i feel for you cloud i'm the oldest i have younger siblings i don't See, have anybody older i'm the than youngest me. in my family so i've never had a little sister Ooh. but See, everybody in my coven they're my family yeah. you know, like See, I have... is my is, is my sister and <laughs> I have two younger siblings, but I oh, I was always very close to my uncles who were like big brothers. So I'm kind of mm. used to having like big brother figures that aren't actually like brothers. Yeah. And I, it was just like p- pinpoints of my childhood. It was like riding on their Harleys or, you know, going to be annoying. And then I, <laughs> I got back to me. And I'm just like, ah, this is my first taste of karma. And yeah, I get rid of you little demons. Go. There you go. <laughs> so I, I have a question, YouTuber the YouTuber. Okay. Right? And, and I might is, have an answer for you. You probably do. You probably do. All right. So, so this is, you know, me actually asking you, like, because something that okay. I struggle with the hardest is, you know, coming up with topics. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, what kind of strikes you to come up with topics? I mean, is it like current? trends within the community that you talk about or is it you know just like something random that pops in your head like oh i should talk about that or like how does it how does it work for you like what's the process on putting the videos together like for you it's actually a combination of all of that so i actually have this is my analytical brain okay i have a spreadsheet (laughs) nice okay okay i'm feeling where you're going that is like a that is like a, a content calendar and I've got ideas in one column and then I try to plan everything out because if I don't, I will get lost and I will forget what I'm doing. Right. But some things that, you know, I'm just like, okay, this is something that I want to talk about. And then this is something that I need to talk about either something that's current or something happened or something that is inspired by an article I read or whatever. Um, and then sometimes it is super random. I'll be walking through like the grocery store. Oh, hey, this would be a really good topic idea. And I try to make a note of whatever it is. And then I also, I just ask. Um, so for the last giveaway that I did for hitting 500 subscribers, um, the entries were done through Google Forms. And um, I had some options on there that were optional to say like, 
you know, what is the, what is your favorite thing that I've talked about so far? And what, is there anything that you want to talk about? Or so, what do like, you want to know or something like that? You research from your own base, basically. Yeah, so yeah, like, like demographic pretty much. Is anybody that entered base. the giveaway. That is... Yeah, that anybody is really that entered the giveaway smart. had an option. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love how you mentioned spreadsheets because I keep d- trying to do spreadsheets to like track things. And I'll com- my brain will go ADHD. And I'll come back to it like a few months later like, oh, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't think I've touched my content calendar in a little bit. <laughs> but um, all of my ideas are still there. See, my, my um, process oh, something is... Else? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say something else that I also do is because I also have a Patreon. Um, I will put up every like two weeks or so a poll on my Patreon to say, hey, these are a list of things that I can talk about in my next live. So my next podcast episode, let's vote on which one you want me to talk about. What do you want me to talk about next? So anybody that is on Patreon has the option to pick whatever I talk about. That's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Uh, that'd be like one of your, one of the perks. See, that's like, yeah, that's a perk for anybody, regardless of whatever tier they join at Patreon. Anybody can vote in the poll. Nice. Yeah. The, uh, the Patreon is a good thing. That's, that's a, uh, that's definitely a pretty cool thing to have going for you. It um, is. It's, it's nice. It's like its own little community, I guess. Yeah. We, we all get something out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I like that a lot. All right, so um, Megan, I have a question, unless you okay. were you had another question. No, no okay. by all means. Uh, you mentioned you like to do writing. So do you do personal writing? Do you do uh, blogging? What do you do as far as writing? Um, so I do a little bit of everything. I do my own personal writing. Um, I am a huge advocate for keeping a journal. Um, I tried to do that. <laughs> I, you know, I am a big advocate for it, but there are times where I will go months without writing in my journal, which is unfortunate, but wow. it happens. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also write blog posts for my own website. Um, sometimes they coincide with an episode or a video. Sometimes they don't. Um, I'm also writing a book that I'm hoping to have out by the beginning of next year. I have verbally stated it out loud to many people that I am trying to have it done by the new year. So that's my goal. Um, But I'm writing a book about shadow work. (laughs) We do not. I can't. So as I'm, I'm sure you're aware, I'm very much a, um, I don't know how to describe myself, Cloud. I have an affinity for books, I guess, is the casual way of saying it. I don't call you Lady Book Dragon for nothing. They don't call me Lady Book Dragon for nothing. <laughs> I like them thick and I like them hard. That- I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No, just like real talk. I was in Barnes & Noble the other day with the $25 hardcover book annex that they have. That's makes my wallet cry every time I pass it. <sighs> And I ended up getting the Anne Rice Vampire Chronicles because it was the thickest. (laughs) That was literally the deciding factor was it was the thickest. But I have not really, getting back to the point, 
I have not seen a lot of books on shadow work. I've maybe come across one or two that's on my list, but I haven't really come across a lot. But of course, yeah. it's the less glamorous side of witchcraft. It's not right. the big, oh, these are all the spells you'll ever need. Or, oh, if you dress this way, because I, I got this really nice book I'm going through. If you dress this way, you'll get whatever you want because you're rise, raising your vibration. This, but it's, this is like the nitty gritty, I'm, I'm sorry, you got to do this. this is, these are your... Um, this is your medicine. You got to take your medicine if you want to get better. Right. And it's yeah. real bitter medicine. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know. I haven't, I've come across a couple of books, but that was only after I started writing my own. So mm -hmm. I haven't actually read any other books on shadow work because I don't want to unintentionally like take somebody else's ideas. I guess that was like my thought process behind well, it. Well, that, that's, that's good. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. do that. You know, cause oh, what you're that. doing, you're writing this book and you're putting you into it and not yeah. anybody else's bias. Right. Yes. Yeah. Cause we've yeah. said this multiple times in episodes, every, you need to have multiple books on a subject because you're going to see that subject through the author's eyes, no matter how unbiased they try and make themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because uh, I mean, so somebody will add your book to their library, and they'll be able to add your viewpoint to theirs, so they can compile their own views. Right. You, you know, it's crazy. I I started writing a book. Now I don't know if you guys remember this, uh, but if you go back into Moon Willow Magic's archives, if you will, <laughs> uh, sometime last year I made a video where I announced that I was starting to write a book mm -hmm. on YouTube. I put it on the internet. I'm writing a book, everybody. I am like nine chapters into this thing, and it's been like a year. That's great. Um, so we're doing pretty good with it. Book writing um, is hard. Everyone I, wants to write it's one. so much harder than I thought it was going to be. And yeah. that's I why tell I, you it's hard. Yeah, you yeah. don't listen to me. Right? So, so, and, and then I go back and I read what I had, and I hate it. And then no, I No, don't parts do that. And that's that, like rule know, number it's the know, curse. 40 of writing it's a book. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, I think that's what it is. But I did get a couple really good digs on movie magic in so far in the book. So, <laughs> well, no, let me just let I'm me a just very give big you fan a of making fun of movie, movie magic. Yeah, well, movie magic is easy to make fun of. I mean, I just watched Hocus Pocus for the first time. Like, I loved it, I love them, but oh my god, that magic. Yeah. <laughs> the first time. It's, it was the first time I was on Disney Plus, and I'm like, everyone talks about this movie, and I've never actually seen it. But of course, if you ask my dad, he'll probably go, oh, no, she's seen it. She doesn't remember, because he, he actually got low-key offended when I said, oh, yeah, my fiancé showed me Blazing Saddles, and he was like, no, you already saw Blazing Saddles. You just don't remember you saw it. I'm like... Okay, you're up here. I need you to take it down here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're working on getting Lady Book Dragon into watching the witchy movies. Well, uh, she I, hasn't seen all of them yet. Well, it's just like I always like the... I didn't like the movie aesthetic of witchcraft. It's just like, well, this is obviously stupid. And then as I got into real witchcraft, it made me more resistant to watch these witchy movies because I'm like, well, this is absolute garbage. Why have I waste my time with it? Yeah, so... That 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 brings me to my question, you know, because there are some movies out there that are good, you know, and mm -hmm. this kind of goes with the good information, the bad information kind of thing, you know. So, Megan, what is your favorite witchy movie? Practical Magic. Yes. Hands down. I love it. Hands love it. down, Practical Magic, because it's not 
the flowy, like how you see witches in other movies. It is, I mean, they get some stuff wrong by yeah. all means. They pronounce Hecate, Hectate. I mean, they get stuff wrong. Right. <laughs> that, and that <laughs> bothered me. But it is more of an, I don't want to say accurate depiction, but it's more believable because it's not the, the puffs of smoke and the incantations in Latin. It's yeah. two women going through their life and, yeah, and, and these things are happening. And they're like basically normal people. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's, that's one of the things I like about that movie, but there's definitely some shit wrong with it. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I just, I, I, li- I love the trope of like, oh my God, it has to be Latin. It's like Satan heard Latin and it's just like, I'm going to write all my content, my con- contracts in this shit. This shit is banging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I just, you know, I want to I want to ask these questions so that the audience can kind of get to know better where you're at. You've already made it pretty clear what your vision is, you know, mm-hmm. and I really I really like it. That's one of the reasons why I like your your channel. Oh, thank you. And so, what's in the future for you? Like, is there any more expansion that you're planning on, or are you planning on? kind of staying where you're at and you know maintaining for a while and um with the pandemic and all that or i think i like what i have going right now i would eventually like to you know up my video game but i'm okay with where i am right now and the things that i have going because i'm okay with the quality of information that I'm putting out there. I think one thing that I want to get better for the community, it just in general, not just YouTube or the podcast, just the the pagan and the witchcraft community online is for, I, I don't want to say elders, but the people who have been practicing for 30 plus years to sort of get on board with the way that the newer generation is learning. Now, some are. Because we're looking at some are. Yeah, no, some are. I'm I'm not, (laughs) I'm I'm not not knocking everybody. Yeah. But you've been practicing. No, I'm not knocking everybody. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I haven't my, okay. So this comes from, (laughs) Sorry. This comes from a review that I got on my podcast, okay, okay. on iTunes. I don't want to read it verbatim because it irritated me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it was someone that they gave me one star on my podcast, which is fine if you don't like my podcast, that's cool. But the comment that they left basically said, I've been practicing for 30 years, and I guess this is just the way that baby witches are starting to learn things and you need to be wary of (laughs) podcasts and this is just this is full of misinformation and um you know they that i suggest new witches just pick up a book because podcasts are just subject to the one person's opinion right yeah so we're books it's a book that's fine (laughs) so so it wasn't even about your podcast she was just basically going Rah, 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 podcasts 
in general. Yeah, I don't think that this person actually listened to anything that I've ever said in any of my episodes because I always say one, this is my opinion. Yep. Unless it's a fact, then if it's a fact, I have links and sources. And two, you know, I'm not here to police anybody and tell them how to practice. And the the books that they said to list or to read were the the basics that everybody says. Scott Cunningham, Lori Cabot, Raymond Buckland. Right. And I'm like, that's fine. But that's not how the world is going right now. There, there are so many people online who are giving information about their own paths and practices that we need to be open to those new methods of learning. Yes. Books aren't for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why we love uh, Granny Druid on TikTok. She's yep. just like, she's, she's chock awesome. full of information and she's like, uh, very much, I don't give a, I don't yeah. give a rat's ass. This is how I do it. This is yeah. what I've learned. Like I, I love that woman. She's she's saucy. I love her. There's a few there's a few TikTokers out there that are doing a really good job. Chaotic Witch Ant, she's doing a really good job. Oh, you know, I love her. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, but you know, and then you got people out there trying to hex the moon. So yeah, it, it, <laughs> but you know, like, it, it just it makes me think of this one thing. There, someone took a someone took a newspaper clipping for, or was it a newspaper clipping? I don't remember, but it was like this article that's just like. Uh, student these days are all writing on paper. They don't even know how to clean a slate anymore because this is when oh, yeah. paper was first being popularized. I, I, you probably saw the thing I'm talking about. And it's just like the old generation is always going to complain about the new generation yes. is doing. We had, mm-hmm. I had my stupid dances. We had our, we had our chicken dance and all that stuff. And now we're looking at Fortnite going, Oh, that's stupid. Get Those dances are stupid. Lawn. We're always going to think what the younger generation is yeah. doing is yeah. stupid. And we have to rise above that, reach out to them through those means and mm-hmm. say, here, let me help you. See, I yeah. feel I feel myself personally, I am like in the middle. I'm not an elder. I'm not a newbie. I'm in the middle. Right. You know, and what I'm trying to do is basically just put out good information and be somewhat mm-hmm. entertaining, you know, that's just because I'm basically a walking bard. But, like, so, when we... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Like, what you said about the, the comment on your, on your podcast, I mean, this sounds familiar to me as the beginning of one of my songs on my album, Community, which Lady Book Dragon actually did the voiceover for, where all the Wicca bashing is going on before the song starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's definitely that something time. that I see eye to eye with exactly with what you just said. And yeah, that's and, like, and I mean, I don't want people to think that I'm like, grr, they don't like my podcast because right. if you don't like my podcast, that's totally cool. Well, it didn't even seem like she didn't like your podcast. Like I said, it just seemed like she was kind of having a rant about podcasts in general and this generation that. And it's just like, okay, first off, calm your tits. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So let me, uh, let me, let me get you to uh, go ahead and drop out all your links, make your pitch, talk, talk about what you got going on and where people can find you. Uh, Okay. So the easiest way to get to basically everything that I have is my website, which is just roundthecauldron.com. 
from there you can get to my blog which has you know different things talking about tarot or how to's and DIYs and different information um, that can also take you to my YouTube channel which is basically kind of the same thing um, I do talk more on YouTube about sustainability and living more eco-friendly. Um, I try to mix that in with blog posts too, but sometimes it's just easier to talk about it. Um, my podcast is also there. Um, I, don't, I don't remember the exact link to get to it on Anchor, but my podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Google, Spotify, maybe Pandora. I don't know. Um, Instagram, Round the Cauldron, Twitter, Round the Cauldron, Facebook, Round the Cauldron. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, as you were talking, I was just like, did I look at it? Did I like your stuff? I did not. I am ashamed. Oh, don't be ashamed. That. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. Go on your Twitter there. Not stalking. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I'm really bad at social media. Like really bad. I, I see people all the time. They're like, have these amazingly curated Facebook feed or Instagram feeds and all of this really profound stuff. And I'm just like, here's a picture of my face while I sit outside and cook dinner and tell you about how humid it is in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't touched my author's Instagram in a few months or my Twitter in a few months. Thanks COVID. Yeah. You know, it's like COVID has made it so hard to be creative. My, yeah. my of course you manage terrible. it. So of course, you manage it with a little one and everything you're doing. So like I said, I'm just like in awe of everything you're able to do. <laughs> it is a lot. I mean, because like I work, I work a full-time job. Mm -hmm. you know? And then I get home from work. And like for today's, for example, is a clear-cut day of like a day in the life of like what I'm doing here. You know, like, and, and I'm sure you can relate to this. You get home from work and then I have a video that I have to edit for IPR, right? So I, 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 Edit, edit the video for IPR. I get all that squared away. And then I had literally one hour in between doing that and beginning this podcast, you know? And then tomorrow when I get home, I'm going to be editing again. You know, <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's a constant yeah, flow, that. you mm -hmm. know? So like sometimes something's got to break and like, plus, you know, after this weekend, I have a couple shows that I'm doing this weekend. And then after that, I'm going to start recording my next album. Mm -hmm. So, it's all little time slots that you have to break for yourself. So a spreadsheet is yeah. an excellent idea. And I think I'm actually going idea. to implement one. And I'm actually going to add like a schedule to my spreadsheet. So that way I know what I got yeah. going on. Yeah. I'm going to record oh, here. You, and you then should I'm use shoot this um, here. time blocks. Like if you use yeah. Google Calendar, you can use time blocks and block out your time that way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that just, too. Uh, yeah. I try to make a schedule, but unfortunately with my issues, it's kind of hard for me to get into a schedule, but I try to do like Mondays. I allow myself to relax. So that's reading, maybe a movie on Netflix or whatever. And then the rest mm -hmm. of the week, I try to be productive until Friday because I do the four day, 10 hour work weeks, which I highly recommend for everyone. I will I will advocate the four day, 10 hour work weeks. I love it. Oh, it's yeah. just, you're kind of exhausted afterwards, especially if you have an hour drive on Mondays. Yeah. yeah. But that sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that's why Mondays I kind of let myself chillax, but I try to be productive the rest of the days. Tuesdays are coven and podcast days and nice. 
Wednesdays, exercise and all that. And I got to still edit the last five chapters of my book. <laughs> so before we move on with the rest of the show, I have, I have one more question for you. Okay. okay. So are you like active in your local community as well? Or just the like social media side of things? Uh, so not right now. Not right now? Because I, I just moved here. So I was originally in Oregon and I just moved to Florida in June. Okay. So I, there's, I made a friend on Instagram who actually lives like 30 minutes away from me. But because of everything that's going on right now, we haven't, you know, met up and like met in person. Right. I think once everything sort of, not blows over because that's not going to happen. But once no. everything kind of calms down and it becomes safer to expand social circles, then I will. Um, but as of right now, not really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, I, I think it's just awesome that, you know, when you do have some form of presence online, you know, and then to be mm-hmm. able to do things in your local community as well. Yeah. I think that something's awesome. Well, Lady Book Dragon and myself, we do that as much as we can ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's really awesome because what happens is you eventually get a platform. And then as long as you're responsible with that, which you, you are very responsible with the information that you're putting out. So I, I think you're on to something. I think you are going to be on to, you know, getting that book finished and you know, doing everything. <laughs> so. It seems like you already have everything going in the right direction. Yeah. Know? It's just a matter of getting it done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let me know when I could pre-order it. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So when, you actually, trove. when yes. you actually do get it out, let me know. We'll bring you back on the show. We can talk about it. Absolutely. Uh-huh. That's a great idea. Yeah. I love it. You know what I mean? Um, so thank you very much for sitting down and joining with us today really this was oh, fantastic absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now you are more than welcome to hang out with us because we're just hanging out here but we got a couple more segments we got to do and then we're mm-hmm. gonna close her up here all right so okay. <clears throat> one of our favorite segments uh and ladies brook dragon's absolute favorite segment is mm-hmm. the treasure trove of yes. lady book dragon so she is sitting on a ridiculous amount of literature. I am. My therapist is very impressed. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, the two read pile is uh, whittling. It's, 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 it's dwindling. It's dwindling. Oh, getting there. My two read every, pile is huge. Every book I read, I add two more. Yep. It sounds right. Yep. That's what happens when you're in five minute walking distance of a bookstore. <laughs> That's okay. awesome. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do it, to be honest with you. Yeah. My, my realtor is just like, oh, my God, within walking distance of a bookstore. She's like, I hope my son grows up to be like you. I'm like, that's one of the best compliments I've ever gotten. Oh. <laughs> so what do you got for the trove today? Yeah. So I pulled up this really nice book that's very, very relevant to this date. Today is October 13th. That's when we're uh, doing this. And I pulled up the Mercury Retrograde book, Turn Chaos into Creativity to Repair, Renew, and Revamp Your Life by Yasmin Bolin and Kim Fernell. Mercury Retrograde. Dun, dun, dun. 
which yeah. only you know happens twice a year so why people freak out about it i don't know i mean it, it's, it's blown out of proportion it's it, it is. is totally blown out of proportion it's literally mercury govern governs communication so you want to be more cautious about things but you don't want to you know do some uh basic bitch bypassing and saying yeah. you're late to work every day so because to do of some pumpkin spice candle magic and <laughs> fucking sorry. But... I'm sorry step out of that one <laughs> so i really like this one it it is very detailed. Apparent, um, I was reading it. Apparently, it was originally supposed to just be a website or a PDF, but they decided to print it, and it makes me happy because I could put it on my bookshelf if they print it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am very simple means. And, of course, so it goes over to how Mercury retrograde will affect you through the elements. If you're a fire sign, an earth sign, an air sign, wit, water sign, what if you were born under a retrograde? Um, how it's affected through your zodiac signs, how it's affected through your houses, and what happens when it meets your planets. And so, there is an appendix at nope. Ooh, there's an That's appendix good. at the end that goes over Mercury retrograde dates and times. So now in 2020, the 14th of October at 204 at two at 204.51, the degree will be eleven, the sign will be Scorpio. And it will be a Scorpio retrograde. Mm. Like it's very oh detailed. God. I actually really like this. <laughs> and then I don't know it, what Scorpio retrograde is, but it sounds terrifying. Yeah, I don't yeah know it will become either, direct but... on the third of November. Dun, dun, dun. But so let's go into a Scorpio retrograde. So this is basically a map of your Mercury retrograde and what it leads to. Yeah. That's. Yeah, so it goes how it it goes over the the retrograde in general, depending on what element it's retrograding in, not element sign it's retrograding in. Right. But then mm -hmm. it becomes more personal to you. So I'm a Taurus, but I'm not going to tell you what my house is. So mm -hmm. I'll go to see how it affect me as a Taurus, and then I'll go into my certain house. Oh. Wow, that's really awesome. So I, I I think it's crazy that there's a book dedicated to Mercury retrograde. Yeah, it I mean, also goes over into a, a book on astrology. Yeah, it also goes into, you know, how it um it goes into myth and facts about the retrograde, like the shadow phases of the retrograde and everything. Dun, dun, dun. Do's and don'ts of doing the ret of the retrograde it is. I mean, officially 180 pages, but there's also a pretty size, not a, I mean, it's not sizable to me. If you don't usually read, I guess it's sizable to you. Let's see. Roman numerals. Fuck. So that's, that's 38. So there's 38 before it actually gets into the parts of the book. Oh, wow. Because wow. three X is one V and three I's. That's 38. Oh, Math. Sounds like 38. Yes, it's like 38. Confirmed, yes, this is 38. Yes, so, this is, these are definitely letters. That is so awesome. <laughs> so, so we are going to be in a, I said Scorpio, so we're going to be retrograding in a water sign. And it, I mean, everybody's just going to start crying randomly. 
you need to follow your instrument, your instincts when it's retrograde and wire sign. It's time to listen to that small voice within, especially if it starts shouting. Mm-hmm. It's not so much what's said to you that matters now as the way it's said. A smile in someone's eyes is much more than a smile on their face. It's also a time to revisit old emotions, maybe for purging, maybe for soothing. A uh, good time to slow down home in, or in your emotional reactions. Ask yourself what you're feeling and why it's wise to be non-judgmental and kind to yourself and others. Wow. It also, basically it's a very introspective retrograde uh, analyzing your dreams and feelings and keeping a journal way or great way to reap the full benefits of the retrograde. You'll also be more intuitive, sensitive, imaginative. So all you need to do is recognize exactly how you can use these emotions to push you forward after the retrograde is over. And you can also get some insights into the past. Um, uh, So you turn, um, it will be an extra emotional cycle. It's reversing in the water sign. So water is emotion as we're Um, very aware of. Uh, tune into the energies and befriend them by working with the element of water. For example, use a beautiful goblet or chalice filled with filtered water and speak any worries you have around the mercury retrograde cycle into the cup before pouring it away, preferably into the earth. Spending time alone is good. So you can, so you can do some contemplation. It's a good time to feel out your feelings that you previously suppressed. So you can't handle them. Hello, shadow work. Mm -hmm. This is, this is cool. I, I like how it's, is, is uh, kind of like painting the picture. Yeah. You know? So uh, benefits are anyone with their sun or rising sign in a water sign or to a lesser extent in an earth sign, which Taurus is an earth sign. So it'll be beneficial to me, which is why I've said I'm not making any moves. I'm basically finishing up my projects and planning a new one, but I'm not actually making moves because yeah. Namorim was in November. Mm. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> Really? So it sounds like it would be okay for me. I am a Scorpio. My birthday is next month. Oh, yeah. So I highly recommend this book. It's very nice. Of course, you're going to use it like twice a year to kind of check what sign the retrograde is in and how it's going to affect you. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, how it's going to affect everyone then how it's going to affect your sign and affect your house. So I found this really awesome because it even goes into, uh, let's see, second house. It even goes into essential oils, of course. So when you go Mercury, (laughs) (laughs) so when you go to Mercury retrograde through the houses, it actually says what essential oil, what goddess, or what archangel is best for you, and how you should handle after the the retrograde. Five things to do, and how it's going to affect you in a nutshell. Wow, cool! Like I said, it's. It's very in-depth. It's a, so it's just over like 200 pages. So me, I finished this in about a day. But I'm also the person picking up like a thousand book, a thousand page books because they're thick. So. <laughs> well, I got to say that was an excellent review of, yes. of that book. Sounds like a great book. Yes, it really does. And so guys... Moving on with our final segment of the show before we have to say goodbye. I, I just want to put out an apology to the world. The memes. The memes have slowed down, but I promise the memes are coming back, guys. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of slowed down making the memes that we've been making for Witchcraft Grenade. 
Um, I've been very busy over the last couple of weeks and I just don't have time to sit there and think of jokes. Yeah, so, I, I, I accept a lot of fault in this as well because I haven't made any. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be getting back on top of making the memes okay for your memeing pleasure because on facebook we have over 700 followers and pretty sure 700 of you are there for the memes so memes <laughs> <laughs> well actually um not to correct you cloud but there's two segments left oh there are goodness mm-hmm. actually no we, we both know i love to correct you Adam, i might have <laughs> forgot about something i'm not sure you're, you're fine. That's why I decided to refrain so you can have fun. Yes. So, what do you got for the meme of the week, Lady Book Track? All right. So, I picked out four nice and spicy memes. Okay. Nice and spicy. Nice and spicy. Um, Go on. <laughs> oh, I, I, I pulled three of these from Tales of a Kitchen Witch because I'm a huge fan of her. So, like, I'm not stealing your stuff. You're, you just have really great content. So, I'm going to credit you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go like her Facebook. You should. Yeah. I don't believe in astrology, but one time when I was in college, I was complaining about how dumb astrology was. And after a while, someone on the train went, shut the hell up and let people have fun, you Capricorn sun, Virgo moon bitch. And I was like, what the fuck? Then I went home and looked it up. And they were right. So now I don't see anything anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's clever. I, I thought with the, um, the, the Trevor Churchill pick, I thought that was very good. Yes, absolutely. That's wonderful. That's this, one, this one speaks directly to me as a person and my nationality. Okay, but why is potato always negatively used in phrases? Catch potato and he looks like a potato. What the hell have potatoes ever done to you? Potatoes are the MVPs of the food world, the backbone of many dishes. They will never let you down. Potatoes are the real winners here, and we should feel honored to be described as one. Someone replies, I can think of at least one time potatoes have let down a very large group of people. <gasps> Damn. That it follows up hard. with, it was not the potatoes' fault. That was like most things, was on the British, which <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Damn British. <laughs> Do not blame the potatoes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. She just put the entire UK on blast with me. I mean, they can't defend themselves, though. <laughs> um, so first, last one before we get to the meme of the week. Someone goes, I stepped outside the front door of my own house only to find the deer that tried to kick my ass last year standing right there in my front yard, bold as brass. I'm not safe anywhere anymore. He <laughs> follows up with, for those of you who were not here last year, this deer is the most obnoxious, unnatural red-orange color I've ever seen. Only appears when it's raining and once chased me a quarter mile through the woods. Her name is Hot Cheeto Hatred and she is my nemesis. <laughs> It's not a deer, it's a fae. It's a, it yeah. is fae. It's just like, dude, I think that's a fairy. Yeah, it is fae. Yeah. <laughs> you pissed yeah, off a, a far, fairy. That's a forest spirit. That's not a... That is definitely a pissed forest spirit. Okay, so um, Cloud and I found this as the meme of the week, and I yes, just... absolutely. Oh, my God. So a male author is insisting that he is living proof that it's possible for a male author to write an authentic female protagonist here's a quote from his first page and for context for people who are not fiction writers the joke in the world is male authors cannot write women for shit <laughs> so he, here here is this guy who thinks he can accurately describe a female protagonist megan tell me if you felt this way 
I sauntered over. Certainly he noticed me. I'm hard to miss, I like to think. A little tall, but not too tall. A nice set of curves, if I do say so myself. Pants so impossibly tight that if I had a credit card in my back pocket, you could read the expiration date. The rest of my office wasn't that remarkable. Just a few old things I had laying around. You know how it is. Um, Of course, myself, like most women, is just like, fuck pants. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, Wow. (laughs) Yeah, he really nailed it with that one, didn't he? That's awful. I shared this with the coven. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to laugh or scream. <laughs> you, you know, th- that meme kind of reminds me of something completely ridiculous that I found online. All right. Okay. So I was go. I was on this kick where I was reading like dramatic readings of like hip hop lyrics. And I thought you were going to say Twilight. It, it gets. It, it, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, there is this video of a dramatic reading of a Twilight fan fiction. Oh my god, that is right. one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. And you know what? Just because I thought of it, I'm going to post a link to that YouTube video in our Witchcraft Grenade Facebook page, so you guys can go see it because the the whole meme is uh, it's that meme. In, in a video format is completely oh hilarious. I love it because not the job I'm currently working at, a job before when I was working with one of my best buddies, he showed me a Twitter thread where someone uh, did dramatics retelling of Fifty Shades of Grey. And anytime someone said clowns around, someone said clams around me, I lost it for a full minute. <laughs> like he even got one of our coworkers. He's like, and he was just like, "Oh, lady book dragon." Uh, Jeff told me to say clams. I lost it. I started snorting. <laughs> like clams broke me for a full year because that Twitter feed was just so done. <laughs> oh my goodness! And it was just so great. This is why uh, I have I've to taken, find it. This is why I've taken like almost two years to get nine chapters written in my book. <laughs> You know, because I want to make sure that I don't don't want to be a meme like that out. You know, (laughs) you're not trying to write a female protagonist, though. You're not going to tell. No, I am writing a book on witchcraft. (laughs) All right. So that was our meme of the week, because like I said, I was reading this. I'm like, I don't know where to scream or laugh. This is just. I'm sorry. Every female I know goes, fuck pants. Why would we wear anything else but then wear pants that tight? Right. Like, yeah. I think any sane woman's butt would have, like, broken through it at this point. <laughs> also, where the hell did she get pants that she could fit a credit card in? Yes. <laughs> See, we do I, not get functional pockets in tight pants. That's one no, of the... No, that is the real fantasy right there. Yeah, see, I gotta say, like, the way... I mean... That stuff, beauty is pain a lot of times for women when it comes to wearing tight clothing and all of that. I, I, I'm, I'm my hat's off to you for dealing with all that because I can't do it. I would never be able to do it. Beauty is pain. <laughs> oh, it really is. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it because I'm a guy. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and try to act like I understand because I don't. 
but I respect y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, getting to our last segment before we run on too much time. Yes. Because I'm sure Megan's schedule is very busy. Yes. So we'll switch it up. I will ask you, for Lord Cloud, did you do your thing? I did my thing. And I'm going to continue doing my thing. Because my thing was to put another chapter in the book. Yay. And I did put another chapter in the book. Uh, so, so far, we're at one a week for the last two episodes of me going to use that for the do the thing. But mm-hmm. my next do the thing is going to be to record a new song. Yes, I like this. And the new I like song this a lot. that I'm going to record is going to be an acoustic song. And I'm going to make it available on Bandcamp after I get it ready. All right. You haven't um, done a, an acoustic cool. in a while. That's yeah. And you have better equipment now. Yeah, I do. I do have better mm-hmm. equipment, which is why I can do it now. And so the song that I posted on my YouTube channel, I'm going to record, master, and release. And so Carolyn's Kiss will be out before Salad. Everybody, Ooh, I like it. And it's going to be cool. posted up on uh, online, so everybody can go ahead and get a hold of it. Sounds great. Love it. So that's my plan for until next episode. Nice. Yes. I. What's your thing? What are you going to do? Well, I did not accomplish my thing yet. I got most of it done. I actually found, I was going to say this earlier when you were saying, oh, I hate my writing. I actually kept an old part of an old draft that I liked, but no longer fit in the new in new novel. I actually managed to retrieve that and edit it. So it's in the new novel. So I'm very happy with that. Nice. Especially because it contained a character I really liked because I based him off of uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, we can all love a little Mads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm down to five chapters. I would like to have it finished before the festival or the our, our little thing on Sunday. Yes. But my actual thing is going to be, I'm going to start journaling. I'm not, I'm going to stop saying I'm going to start it. I'm going to actually start journaling. Do it. Yes. Yes. So Megan, do you want to join us on the do your thing challenge or Um, any little short-term goals? Do you want to set for yourself over the next couple of weeks? Or is there something you've been putting sure. off and you need a sign that it's time to get it done? <laughs> I think I will use my book. Um, I am at like 9,400 words. So I'm almost at the 10K mark. Nice. And I think this week that will be my thing for do the thing. Nice. Well, that's great. You're almost... I will hit 10K. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And thank you for joining us on the Do the Thing Challenge. Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. definitely something yeah. that we do to enhance ourselves and keep our keep mm-hmm. our minds fresh, keep our minds moving. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can Yeah. You know, eventually this this leads into, you know, better intuition and it leads into better it's kind of a way of training yourself for some mm-hmm. really good magic casting and really good life skills as you keep going because as soon as you find yourself in a routine 
there's no stopping. But yeah, and it's always the small goals that lead to the big picture. The snowball effect. I know we really like this to challenge ourselves and to prove we're not all talk. We're not just going rah, 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 rah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're so great. We're going to do this and saying, yeah. oh, yeah, you know what? I didn't actually make it this week because we're all human. And I think right. everyone needs to remember that we're all human and we're allowed to fail goals. But the fact that you tried to do it and you still made that progress you wanted made before. Yeah. You need to keep that in mm-hmm. mind. Absolutely. So for sure, guys, it's been a wonderful conversation that we've had today. And I'd like to have it again sometime. Absolutely. (laughs) So our next episode, guys, we are going to have Nightshade from Flatline to Beatline on. Nice. And I am a big fan of his podcast. Wait, no, isn't the next episode uh, Salem? Yes. And then Nightshade. See, this is exactly why I stayed hey listen i am not infallible <laughs> and that is one thing he has a spreadsheet <laughs> he's just not looking at it right I'm now i'm not looking at it right now no no uh so the next episode is going to be all about salad and we're cool. going to go over some recipes on uh, and some spells and stuff ancestor altar ideas stuff like that for your salad circle and what to and do if you're that, still in the closet yes what to do if you're still in the closet is very important because so, I really, I really like, like that segment that we offer. Yes, I think that's absolutely. one of my favorite segments. Absolutely. And so we're going to do that. And then the next episode after that, we're going to have Nightshade. Right, so, go. yes. I was two weeks off on that, guys. My bad. It's, our, it's just like, I love how I, I, it's just like, oh, this is why I stayed sober on my second glass of wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's sober-ish. We well, see, I'm running like, a bunch of stuff on my computer so i just didn't think to bring the calendar up because i'm already running a bunch of stuff so so there we are all right <laughs> so guys i hope you've enjoyed witchcraft grenade for this week and megan thank you for coming on everybody go and check her stuff out round the cause.com give her a like give her a follow give her a virtual hug because she's amazing yeah oh thanks absolutely <laughs> and Keep your ears posted out for this book on shadow work from her because I have a feeling it's going to be very well researched and very well put together when it does come out. So and I cannot wait to get really my claws high. into it. Yes. yes. All right. So until next time, guys, I'm Cloud the Pagan Rapper. And I'm Ladybook Dragon. Right blessings and blessed be, y'all. Blessed be. Bye.